Hello, everybody. Hello. We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson. JC. Grayson, I have terrible, terrible news. There's been a lot of terrible news lately. Uh, just this so much. Me. But to balance it out, I feel like there's been a lot of good news. Such as and including? Um, Steven and Bim were in town this past week or so. But now they're gone. Well, they, they've both left within the past 24 hours, which is sad. You also, know. you said Steven instead of Hans. Well, no, but Hans was here on the podcast last week. The audience didn't know about Steven and Ben. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, which also, guys, more bad news. Hans and Chargill are also gone, um, at least from the podcast. They've been banned by the higher-ups. Yeah, they, they were really, not a fan. Last episode was, it, it was the worst rated episode of Boy Oh Boy in history. Really the worst? The worst. And some people say, oh, it's because of the 40 minutes spent on a dream that went nowhere. But I personally believe it's because of Hans. That would make sense. Unfortunately, the higher-ups, they just, you know, it was a blanket policy across the board. Hans and Chargill, they're both out of here. Oh, so, rightfully so. Yeah, because I was looking to bring them on as third and fourth mics, like permanently, have mm -hmm. them relocate. Mm -hmm. But that Not plan's fucked. Yeah. Hans already bought a it's house gone. down here, so this is... <laughs> this is going to be really disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little sad. So... Uh, yeah, Chargill is gone this week, but it sounds like she's found other ways to occupy her time. Because she's still in Austin. She's it's our true. only friend still in Austin. Everyone else that, is gone. That's such a tragic statement. <laughs> Chargill, who will only be here for like another week, is our only friend in Austin. Uh-huh. And she's she's gone forever. Never to return. But where is she tonight, Gray the Gray? Why can't she join us for this podcast if the higher-ups were to still let her be here? Well, I... I believe she's on a date. You, you, why do you say it with that caution? She could have been lying. It could have been a deception. What do you think she would be deceiving you for? Like, what, where do you think she'd actually be going instead well, of JC, a date? Well, JC, hear me out. It's been a couple of weeks since we made her Tinder. Yeah. This is the first hypothetical date. Yeah, and it's coming. Yeah, it's so late so into it. Yeah. yeah. Why wait until one of your final days in Austin? That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I think she just made up a fake date so we didn't feel bad about the Tinder. So, oh, she wants to make us feel good about ourselves? Right. So where do you think she's gone to occupy the time to make us feel good? Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. She's going to spend hours at Jersey Mike's. Eating a sandwich. Can we talk about how much money Jersey Mike's seems to have? Because I thought they were just like this, you know, kind of... It was good sandwiches, but very low-level sandwich chain you know but now their billboards are everywhere everywhere they make good sandwiches i know i've i've enjoyed it since i was a young boy on on wednesday my dave and buster's wednesdays with my uncle i used to have the the the, the food we would often pick up more times than not was jersey mike's on the way back good sandwiches yes their chicken parm sub or whatever i would get you know and I'm at a point in life where I can't quite indulge in that 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 meal, but at the time it was lovely, Grayson. Mm -hmm. So, I I've been knowing about Jersey Mike's since I was a preteen. Is everyone else just catching up, or did they just now make money? That's a good question, and I think it might be that everyone's just catching up. Yeah, because I'd never heard much discourse around Jersey Mike's until the last couple of years right. either. 
So maybe they've just been slowly because I think Jersey Mike's benefits over other sandwich shops. And that when you go to a Jersey Mike's, unlike a Subway, there's zero expectation of any seating in that facility. Yeah. Like, if you go into a Subway, you expect a few tables. Uh-huh. Maybe not a lot of tables, but you expect a few. With a Jersey Mike's, if there's one table, you're like, whoa, crazy, they have a table. What do you mean? I feel like Jersey Mike's, in the zeitgeist, in my head at least, in my head canon. Okay. D- has no expectation of having seating. Do you mean because it's so popular Mike's. and crowded? No, because they're always... Uh, such small facilities. They're always in tiny little slots and strip Are you malls confusing compared to entire buildings. With Jimmy John's? No. Because I've only been to the one Jersey Mike's. So it would be the one I'd always go to. And there were probably like 10, 12 tables. You know, enough to seat a decent number of people. And it was in a strip mall. But I've been into many a uh, Jimmy John's. I don't like Jimmy John's whatsoever. But I've been in a few. And they never have seating. I don't know, JC. When I think Jersey Mike's, I, I also think that of Jimmy John's. Okay. But versus like a Subway, a yeah. Subway must have seating. Well, where else are you going to eat fresh? Right. If not in the Subway But itself. I don't think there's any expectation for a Jersey Mike's or a Jimmy John's to have seating. Okay. So they have that over Subway. And then over Jimmy John's, they're just better sandwiches. This is valuable knowledge. So the next time I go to a Jersey Mike's, I know this is to go. Or I'm I mean, standing. There's like maybe two, three tables. Okay, okay. But the seating is always going to be limited. They're small <laughs> facilities, these Jersey Mikes. I want to go and just, after I check out, eat the whole sandwich there at the checkout counter. <laughs> but just the fact that that's a humorous thought should <laughs> exemplify to you that Jersey Mikes is not an eat in facility. Yeah. The idea of eating the sandwich there. It's comical. You're saying the humor in that scenario isn't that I'm eating it at the counter where you check out. (laughs) It's that I'm eating in a a Jersey Jersey Mike's in general. Yeah, Yeah. of course. Of course, of course, of course. Well, yeah, they got Danny DeVito as their spokesman. They're on billboards everywhere. They're killing it. Okay? Absolutely crushing it, Gray the Gray. When are we going to get to Jersey Mike's level? When are we going to be on billboards? Our faces. When is our spokesman going to be Danny DeVito? That's the real question. It's got to be soon. Okay, I don't want an AI Danny DeVito as our spokesman. That's going to be a terrifying day when Danny DeVito's (laughs) gone and he's been replaced by an AI version. He's been replaced? Oh, no. Will society embrace the AI version of him? I don't know. I don't know if society will embrace it so much as it'll be thrust upon us. Mm, I do understand that. I do understand those that. Hollywood elites and their AI Danny DeVitos that they're cooking up in the back room. It's disgusting stuff, Grayson. It really is. Also, what's being thrust upon us, or at least me, I've been on Instagram a few times in the past week, and every time I go to my explore page, it's all content about bass guitars. Like what? really niche stuff only like bass players would know. Like I don't understand any of the videos, but they're all like inside music jokes that i don't get and they just won't stop coming and i don't know why it's been pushed to me or why they continue to be pushed to me but they're still there jc you kind of give bass player energy i see i don't even know what that means i'm so disconnected yeah you got bass player energy a bass bass is like the easy instrument to play right no Okay, is it, I mean, it might be. I don't play any instruments, so I don't really shit. have room to comment. I always thought bass, and this is based probably based off of one conversation with Mick Real that we had a year and a half ago. But I remember him saying that the bass player in his band was really bitter because he didn't want to be bass player, and no one wants to be bass player. Do you remember this? 
Not really. Oh, shit. I'm exposing McReel. I mean, Paul McCartney was the bass player for the Beatles. Yeah, but he could sing. You know? I'm guessing the bass player for Reasonably Untamed probably couldn't sing. Right. Yeah. But yeah. if he can, next Paul, it sounds like. You Darn know? Right. I, I tend to think so. I tend to think so. Grayson, let's maybe get the sad news out of the way first, and then we can talk about the happiness of the past week or so, okay? Okay. First off, I don't even know if you know this sad news yet. I got a text message from Dear Sweet Steven prior to me coming here today, Grayson. Oh, boy. And okay, we have an intruder. It's what do you Wilson. Want? Guys, Wilson's gone. Thank goodness. I'm sorry about that. We got to get a timestamp in here. I don't even know how to do that. Let me see if I can real quick. Oh, we're going to hope that worked. So, Grayson, GC. now that Wilson's gone, we can get down to brass tacks. Steven and told you something. Steven told me really sad news. I imagine he probably told you, fucking shit-ass bitch, leave. Go for it. Oh, my God. So, brass tacks. Steven sent me a photo a few minutes before I headed over here. Did you oh, receive no. the same photo? I don't think so. Or if he sent it to me, I haven't seen it. It was a black screen with a bunch of weird white text on it. And the caption said, um, my computer died. Steven's computer is dead. I don't know what this means for the mental health of that boy. Oh, no. It could either be the best thing that has ever happened to him or the absolute worst. It's going to be the worst. Coming at a time when he doesn't have a job. Well, he's going to use this as an opportunity to stop applying, I think. You don't think it'll motivate him to apply to more so he can get money to buy a new computer? Because what's he going to do without one? I don't know. Me neither. Like, he'll have no choice but I mean, to get a job. he can play Genshin on his phone. <laughs> it's so true. So he could just devolve into doing nothing but Genshin on his phone 24 hours Make a day. Make his full transition into iPad Kid. Yeah. Okay. That's That honestly sounds very likely. Um, but again, for Steven's sake, I, I hope not. I, I But I, again, I just I worry because if he had a job right now, a full-time job, and his computer died, that'd almost be a great thing. You know, of, okay, Steven's going out there being productive, and now he can spend his free time, you know, not on 4chan. <laughs> yeah, so, he can uh, also just fix his computer. That's what I asked. My most recent text to him was asking if he'd be able to repair it, and I haven't gotten a response yet. But I assume he probably can. I can see the image? Yeah. Okay, okay. Let me pull it up, pull it up. Steven said, I have to buy a new SSD or HDD, oh, yeah. bruh. I was going to say, the white text sounds like he just doesn't have anything to boot off of. And so I was going to say, his, yeah, his drive is probably just dead. So this is very fixable? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm I mean, gonna... it, it still sucks. Because if the drive is, like, properly dead, then he's lost all of his files. Oh, shit. So that, that kind of sucks. No. What but... file do you think he's going to miss the most? I don't know. Probably some of his TikToks, right? God damn it. You're, oh, the unuploaded ones? Yeah. Oh, that will be devastating. That will be so very devastating. So hopefully he can at least get most of the data off. Ideally. But, Ideally. Yeah. But let's talk about more of the sad news. Maybe more Steven sad news. Oh, Because it was today I learned that Steven has Tourette's syndrome. <laughs> um, guys, our dear sweet friend Bimily co-host of the shit-ass, dead-ass podcast, um, BM&W. Not dead-ass as in, like, for real. Dead-ass as in, like, it's it's dead as a doornail. Deceased. Deceased. It, it's no longer in existence. It's died. Um, Bim, 
we brought her to the airport today, Grayson, for her to <laughs> quite a long ride to the airport as well. Quite a lengthy one. Well, we had to make a quick stop at Whataburger. Um, <laughs> and during this car ride, we we started talking about Stephen for a little bit, and uh, it, it, the topic of you know his vocal tics came up of just like the words he'll or sounds he'll occasionally make at random you know when he feels compelled to do them because he has vocal tics which is one half of Tourette syndrome and when we were talking about this bim was apparently blindsided by this as she somehow did not realize dear sweet steven has Tourette's, which is <laughs> remarkable to have I don't I don't know if it's a lack of understanding of what Tourette's is or a lack of awareness of the people around her or specifically Steven. It's but, just it's it's one of if not the most presenting like disorders. mental disorders. Yeah. yeah. Cuz like you can't see depression, you can't see trauma. Like sometimes you might be if you're witnessing the traumatic event happen. Right. You could probably venture a good guess like oh shit. And, like, you don't always see schizophrenia. It's normally until they really yeah, take it. Yeah, exactly. And just, like, if you're hanging out with a schizophrenic person for f- five minutes, there's a good chance you won't even know. Yeah. Hanging out with someone with Tourette's for five minutes. You probably, probably notice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty quickly. And so I just, I, again, I don't know whether to chalk it up to a lack of understanding of what the disorder is or just, again, a complete non-consideration of, Steven. Well, I want to be able to say like, oh, you just thought it was Steven being Steven. But, but like, come on. It's because Steven's a weird dude. Right. But not weird. And it's weird. Okay. Listen, if you know what Tourette's (laughs) is and you know what vocal tics and motor tics are, it's weird to know what that is and then see someone doing it and assume. He's just eccentric. He's just doing it. Yeah. He's just a little silly guy. Uh-huh. Which he is, don't get me wrong. Definitely a silly little guy. But also, for sure, has that disorder. Without a doubt. Yeah. And it's 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 lightened up over the years. Oh, that most definitely. Of course. Of it's course. mostly gotten to the point where it's like weird giggles and the occasional, you're welcome. And a lot of snorting. A lot of snorting. Yeah. So, it, we, we, it, we've gotten past a lot of, of the childhood Tourette's, you know? But... Then Bim's defense was that she, too, sometimes makes noises. And you got to wonder. <laughs> Guys. Have we considered? <laughs> like, you know how Bim didn't notice Steven as Tourette's? What if we didn't notice Bim as Tourette's? This whole time. She's been doing it constantly. Does Bim have Tourette's? Um, can, can you identify one tick for me? Guys. 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 Guts? Guts? Guts. Guys. 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 Okay. So you think when she says guys, this could be a, a vocal tick. It's possible. Okay. It's not out of the question. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that could be the case too for... and Wait, what is her catchphrase, her famous catchphrase from early BMW? There you go. Well, there you go. Is that it? Something like that. Something yeah. to that effect. Whatever that was could have also been a vocal tick. You it's know? possible. Yeah. We'll have to do some deep diving, you know? Break out I our DSMs. I think we should just go ahead and diagnose Bim now. Bim has Tourette's. Crippling Tourette's is, is really m- <laughs> more what I'm thinking, you know? 
Rightfully so. So poor, poor Bim. Poor sweet Bim. Uh, but poor Ver Steven for just having his his troubles go unacknowledged by Bim all these years. It's just Honestly. not okay. It's just not okay. Grayson, what other bad news do we have? My tire popped, you... but like we'll get to that later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can get to it now. We, we were driving home last night from the 4th of July, which was in San Antonio. We're driving back to Austin. That's a good mm-hmm. hour and a half trip. At some point, the driver of your vehicle, uh, which, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was not you. No, Chargo was driving. Okay, Chargo was driving. And at some point, there's a, and I wasn't in the car for this. I was in my own car. At some point, there was a loud popping sound. I don't know about any popping sound. I think Bim just made that up. Okay, was there a loud collision, potentially? Maybe. Uh-huh. I don't really remember. What I do remember is that um, at some point, we just started hearing the sound of the tire slapping the car. Oh, fuck yeah. Which we did not immediately identify. I thought maybe it was like metal rattling. Like, I thought maybe we hit something and then the metal was rattling. Uh-huh. So I had Chargo pull over, and I checked the car out on the side of the highway. I didn't see anything, so I had to pull. I had her pull over to the other side of the highway because we knew it was like on one side of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, so I pulled over to the other side of the highway. I checked, and I was like, oh, well, the, the whole front portion of the tire is torn off. It's a little unfortunate. Um, which I didn't see when I was over on, like, the other side of the highway. Because I think, because it was like a flap that came off. Uh-huh. I think we just happened to stop where the flap was, like, oh, at the bottom uh-huh. of the tire. Because I didn't see it at all. And I uh, checked pretty thoroughly all the tires and everything. I would have never thought to do that. To pull over on one side of the highway. And then to get a better view well because we opposite. knew it was on like the one side of the car but for me to check it i had to keep wa- jumping out in front of traffic okay okay and then jumping back whenever a car started coming this makes sense this makes sense so i was able to check a little bit more thoroughly on the other side okay okay and okay. then we pulled into a parking lot and i changed the tire to the spare and you showed up and we were all there and did all the thing and then hans took the little jack down which was we had to be clear when we showed up the spare tire was not yet on no 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 no. we (laughs) sequence of events might have been a little messed up yeah yeah yeah. jack was up when we showed up it was a standstill because you couldn't no one could figure out how to wrench the little they were like rusted on and then we all got to go at it and none of us could do it until you just stepped on it and it worked yeah i just kicked it yeah and it worked perfectly yeah it like broke the rust i guess that's so good this is also exciting so popped tire got a donut on now and when are you hoping to get this all fixed great okay well my dad told me i should make an appointment with discount tire rather than just show up really yeah how come well i never heard of that before but he said um if you just show up odds are you'll be there the whole day oh just waiting yeah but if you make an appointment then at least you can be like i have an appointment fix my tire please yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and this you'll still be sense. there for a few hours but at least then it'll hopefully be a little bit faster if they're busy yeah do you want me to reach out to grandpa and see if he has any tire replacing tips because i'm sure he's chock full of them i would be thrilled this is exciting speaking of grandma and grandpa maybe we can dip our toes into a little bit of good news to lighten the mood grayson oh boy grandma and grandpa said that well they're actually having their truck fixed on friday <gasps> which is when chargill's final dance is and we, of course, are going to go see Chargill's final dance on Friday, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's a big old performance for everyone. And Grandma and Grandpa put it out there a few weeks ago. They might be able to come up. So I texted them today. I said, guys, are you still planning for Friday? And they said, well, what time is it? Because we have to get the truck fixed. And I said, 4.30. And they said, we'll try to be there. 
<gasps> so I think this means there's a good chance Grandma and Grandpa will be attending Charcoal's Dance. This is incredible. Do we have to buy tickets ahead of time? I can't imagine it's going to sell out, right? I mean, I don't know. We can ask It's a lot Charcoal. of parents. It's a lot of parents. A lot of proud grandparents. There are four showings, you know? But we're going to the Prima one, the final one. Shit, you're so right. You're so right. And then Charcoal said we can pick her up right from it, which... I imagine this can be parlayed into a wonderful dinner at Hula Hut, maybe? <gasps> grandma and Grandpa like Hula Hut. Do they really? They do. Let's go. They, grandpa got the ribs one time, and they were too spicy for him. Oh, I recall this story, <laughs> of yes. Of course, of course, of course. So, a little bit of good news. Grandma and Grandpa, we get to see them before Chargill leaves. And uh, I one of the topics I had on my list, that's before we move off of Steven entirely, is whether or not Chargill knows that Steven has Tourette's. This topic would have been more relevant a couple minutes ago. But again, I feel like the question bears asking, and I was under the impression that Chargill was going to be here today for right. the podcast before I got the memo from the higher-ups. I think a better question is, does Chargill realize Bim has Tourette's? That's an gr- amazing question. Do we know if Chargill knows what Tourette's is? That would be a good starting point. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to think so. I tend to think so. When she gets back from her date, if you're still here, we'll mm-hmm. have to go through this line of questioning with her. Okay. Ask okay. her nothing about the date, of course. No, 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 no. Let's focus primarily on Stephen and Bim. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Grayson, this one can fall into the category of good news or bad news, depending on your perspective. Oh, boy. And that is that when all of our friends were in town, we had plans to go to Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. You know, I'm hearing. Something that I would consider good news. That we're going to Six Flags? I would agree. Mm, that sounds like I just, amazing news. I know news where this story because goes. Because Six Flags is a wonderful time. It's fun for the whole family. I hear there's a new gaming section. Did you know there's a new gaming section? I heard there's a new gaming section. I mean, Stephen might have mentioned it once or twice. Oh, okay. Uh, so we started driving there uh, We under the impression that we have free tickets, as we often do, either from Stephen or from my father. And we, we get 30 minutes into our drive down to San Antonio. And Grayson, we get the call, that faded, faded call from Jimmy, where he informs us that he actually does not have Six Flags tickets. Let's go! No, it's Woo-hoo! bad news. We've what? A whole day of festivities and activities has been demolished. I really didn't want to go to Six Flags. Oh. It was just going to be hot and gross. So you're happier with how things turned out? Yeah, probably. We went to an arcade and then pizza instead? Yeah, that actually sounds significantly better <laughs> and then i mean honestly to top things off the cherry on top is just playing smash for three hours while listening to olivia rodrigo on repeat which all around a is great there day. a better way to spend yeah an afternoon great the great for you personally i can't think of one i couldn't imagine you could i couldn't imagine it by the way do you have any D coming up i don't know okay because we skipped last week yeah and it's usually on friday yeah some I mean, if it's this coming Friday, will Chargill's dance interfere with it? That's the question. I don't know. And then if it if the dance doesn't interfere, but dinner with grandma and grandpa does. I mean, I think regardless, I'll have to skip. Whew. Okay, okay, okay. But I think if I skip, my whole party's going to die. <laughs> no, this is so sad. But then you can come back as like the knight in shining armor, you know? And JC, I don't think they're going to survive much longer because we... I think we just fought like the sub boss for the dungeon Hell and yeah. one uh, person's character almost died. And when I say almost died, I mean um, the DM cast a spell on him, killed his character. 
he went to zero HP with a spell disintegrate, which just instantly kills. Like you don't get to do saving throws. Do you remember saving throws? I do remember saving throws. With disintegrate, if you get reduced to zero HP with that spell, you just dissolve into nothingness right oblivion um and then the player realized wait i killed something earlier so i had some temporary hit points so he oh. got to be he got to survive with like two hp what did you retcon him dying or did you like we retconned it oh shit you could have incorporated it into the lore of like <gasps> his body's reappeared no no we just wow. retconned it okay 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 it d does when someone's disintegrated mm -hmm. does their spirit disappear as well you can still use i think this spell is called true resurrection to bring them back okay so they still exist somewhere in the universe yeah just kinda. not in a physical form right what is the spell to delete someone completely um that's a good question we need to figure it out we need to use this to our advantage grayson you know why the spell to delete things and people permanently you know i just feel like it's important i mean you could probably do it with wish oh shit just wish for someone to be gone forever yeah that's so sad that is devastating so let's talk more sad news okay because again no six flags is kind of devastating i was personally looking forward to riding uh the joker and that red circle ride that just goes in circles over and over upside down and Okay, okay, okay. How about some good news, Grayson? Let's get some good news. Ah, so Bim arrives on Saturday in like the morning, early afternoon. And what better way to spend her first night in town than, you know, a night out on the town at a comedy club? An improv comedy club, no less. This is not good news. Where we watched the uh, comedy troupe. I guess a comedy troupe perform a show called Slide in the DMs, a weekly show here in Austin, Texas, um, where they didn't advertise this online. In fact, online it said it was a show for all ages. Uh, but when we arrived, the host of the event was so kind as to announce that it's a horny comedy show that we'd purchase tickets to. Yep. And even better news than the fact that we're getting the privilege to attend a, a horny comedy show is that when we purchased tickets that were supposed to be $18 each, I asked Hans at the very last second before hitting pay, Hans, do you have any coupon codes? You know, just expecting him to say, no, why would I have a coupon code <laughs> to this comedy show? Um, little did I know, Hans moments later would pull up a coupon code for 50% off the entire order, knocking every ticket down to a mere $11, Grayson. It's kind of a deal. Kind I didn't pay for my ticket though, so uh, well, really relevant. No, that was split in half between me and me and Hans. I really didn't want to go. And then I split Bim's ticket in half between me and Shargle, which I think Bim might have been on board, but the fact that we bought them without her consent or permission or knowledge feels a little wrong to charge her for, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all's well that ends well, because what a time it was at the horny comedy show. Slide in the DMs. We learned about one stand-up comic that everyone loves. Her name, I forgot. It's like Clara Nightingale. Blackheart. Blackheart. Black. Black. Well, yes, them. There, there was some trans comic that was was very funny. Well, well, pretty funny compared to the rest of the show. Comparatively funny. Yeah, yeah, like a halfway decent comedian, but surrounded by a bunch of really shitty comedians. So you, you end up on this pedestal, you see. Really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So worth the $11? 
potentially. You see, if I had actually spent money to go to that show, yes. I would have been so upset. Would you have requested a refund? Probably not, because I'm a coward. Okay. Okay. But man, I would not have been happy. So I was almost convinced when we learned it was a horny comedy show upon its starting. And also the host of the whole entire event was just god awful. Like the worst. Okay. But she began the show by doing her own like five minutes of stand up. And it was really bad. And I was fully expecting you. Maybe not fully. I was 50% expecting you to just leave. Walk across the room and leave. Um, I won't deny multiple times I was tempted. Yeah. But I took too much joy in just turning and looking at Bim and Chargle. Uh-huh. And just staring at them. Chargle did bring it up afterwards. Like, why the fuck was Grayson just looking at me for half the show? And, like, I think you, you, you tainted her experience a little bit um, with your, your casting judgment, you know, upon Chargle. To be clear, I didn't laugh a single time that whole night. <laughs> Not a once. Not a single time. That's devastating. That's devastating. Um, when did I laugh? I think I laughed at the the one comedian who we said was decent. They had one joke about how, uh, I, I don't fucking know. They said something about how you, you don't choose when you're trans. It's when you get the vaccine, but they worded it a lot more artfully than that. That was a good joke. It caught me off guard. I laughed I did at not that. laugh. That's unfortunate. It was a good joke. I did not laugh. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're still very upset. It's, it's hard Curious. for you to find the humor in the vaccine because it's just so near and dear to you truly you know as it should be do you after it gave you a heart attack <laughs> listen it was an anti-vax joke i'm all on board with it you know i'm <laughs> supposed to laugh at it and so uh gray the gray i imagine that was the highlight of all of our friends being in town that was awful that was just a terrible experience we took the bus there oh boy i like the bus yeah the bus is fine yeah we got to play bicycle with each other's legs yeah that was great <laughs> everyone knows what we mean by that yep um <laughs> have fun figuring that one out everyone <laughs> and then well, 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 do we have any other good or bad news oh i was in the hospital on friday oh yeah yeah basically friday was going to be a busy little day for me because bim hadn't arrived yet she's arriving saturday and fr steven hadn't arrived yet either because i'm supposed to pick him up that friday right from from again good old san antone and so, Grayson, I head down bright and early Friday morning to San Antonio because I scheduled an eye doctor appointment and a car appointment, and the first one of those was at, like, 8 a.m., okay? So I got to be leaving around, like, 6. Mm -hmm. And so I go. I get my car inspected. Everything's wonderful. I hit up Black Friday deals with my mom and my grandma and my cousin. We buy so many things. I get a cow print blanket. I get Chargill a lunchbox. And... That, that was primarily it. And then after that, I say, oh, goodness, it's time to go pick up Steven. And I begin driving to pick up dear sweet Steven from his home. Um, but as I'm doing so, Grayson, I, I just all of a sudden I was getting these shooting pains in the left part of my chest and like these, these, these sharp shooting pains that would like happen every few seconds, you know, for like a span of like 10, 15 minutes. And there was like this shortness of breath, heart racing really fast. And... I would have probably thought like, oh, I'm just freaking myself out. Another panic attack kind of thing. I say another. My first ever panic attack kind of thing. But what made me think, oh, maybe this is more serious than that, is that the day before when I was driving, my left arm just started throbbing like at one point for like a good, like again, like five, ten minutes. Mm -hmm. And so that hadn't happened since I had like the whole heart episode last year. 
And so here I am in the car, moments away from picking up Steven for a dinner with my father before trekking back to Austin. Um, my dad's taking off half a day from work for this. It's an exciting time. We're going to go see the new El Chaparral and Bernie Grayson. Aren't you excited? So very. Well, I was too. Uh, but as my heart feels like it's exploding, I begin bursting out crying in the car, and I don't know why. And I just feel terrible. Um, and I pull over in my old middle school's parking lot because it's very close to Steven. And I call my mom, and I'm like, Mom, I don't know what's happening right now. And she was like, stay there. And then... I, I had to tell Steven, Steven, I don't think I'm about to pick you up. And, and what proceeded was uh, a then five or six hour trip to the hospital, uh, to the ER. And they ran all their tests. They took my blood a couple times. They ran an EKG. They did a sonogram thing on my heart. They did an x-ray. And it all came back looking healthy. And they were like, okay, you can leave. And that I did, Gray the Gray. That I did. But for the loyal listeners of Boy Oh Boy, Grayson. Something exciting oh, about the Oh, we have visit. some extra lore. Probably the most important part of the this hospital. Forget, forget the yeah, hard yeah, problems. Yeah, yeah. Irrelevant. Of course. Of Who course. cares? Well, if you have been listening to Boy Oh Boy for an extended period of time, you might remember back to a period at the end of summer of 2020 um, where JC was going through it. Uh, because he had just wrapped up his internship at the Trauma Recovery Center. And wow, was it a bad last day. There's a whole episode <laughs> recounting it all. Um, someone had a seizure. The seizure triggered P like a severe panic PTSD attack for another girl. Um, everyone was fighting during the therapy session I held. Uh, people were getting sick. It was, people were leaving the program. It was a crazy day, okay? Um, but part of this as well is that it was the day I was ghosted by the nurse at that trauma recovery internship that I had a crush on, Gray the Gray. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, and I've never spoken to this nurse since, okay? I was ghosted and never had any correspondence since then. As far as I know, they're still working at that trauma center. Um, that is until? That is until I'm being led to the x-ray from my heart. And I lock eyes with someone sitting in a chair. You know how, like, the nurses, like, they just sit outside the, the room of the person they're waiting on or they're tending to? Mm -hmm. And they have, like, their little station? I, it's one of the stations I walk by. I lock eyes with this person. And at first, I have, like, I, I realize I recognize them, but I have no clue who they are, right? Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of, like, stopped there and stared at them. And then they were, like, also, like, locked eyes and, like, staring at me. And then I think it clicked for both of us. And then I just kind of waved, and they waved back. And it was the nurse who ghosted me and traumatized me many years ago, Gray the Gray. Um, which is wild. Very wild. Because it was like an obscure hospital my parents brought me to, too. You know? Like, it was just like so far out of the way. And my mom was like, oh, it's, it's not that far. They brought me to a hospital 35 minutes away from where I was parked. <laughs> why? If this is a hard episode, why am I going to that one? And so... That, that's where I went, and that was the experience, Gray the Gray. It was kind of wild, but again, the, the x-ray came back okay, it seems, which that's is good. good news. Very good news. And the heart, again, seems okay. They, they ruled it non-cardiac chest pain and gave me a list, a bulleted list of like 20 things it could be. And so they were like, follow up with a cardiologist. And that's what I did this very morning at the time of recording. <gasps> and they were like, oh, cool come back in a couple more weeks and we'll do a better sonogram of your heart so or sorry ultrasound what's a sonogram 
I don't know. I don't know either. Ultrasound. They're going to do an echocardiogram. That's what it's called. My goodness, so many terms. Well, I'm sorry, okay? I am so sorry. Also, I loved my cardiologist today and the nurse that I had. The nurse that I had today, Grayson. So I waited outside the building because I got there way early this morning for my appointment. And then finally, I walked to the door about 30 minutes early. And when I get there, the sliding doors aren't opening for me. But I'm a little confused because they're supposed to be open. And at the same time, this dude comes up and he's like, oh, looks like it's locked. And he has this charming smile. and He's like, you can go around that way. And he went around the back way. He clearly worked there, okay? And then he ended up being my nurse. He's this 18-year-old kid who's, like, just already, like, a nurse at this big hospital in Austin. It's kind of crazy, you know? He said he's – it's his first year of college, and he only has one year left to go. Um, and then he'll do all his, like, you know, medical shit. But I was very taken aback, and his bedside manner was so good. Um, he did fuck up my EKG a couple times, um, but maybe that was because I have a big box over my heart mm-hmm. that maybe complicates things. Right. So I don't know if I can blame him for that. But so he was great. And then I also, this this new cardiologist I had, because my current one's out of town, right? Not out of town. He's out of the office because he just had a baby, apparently. <laughs> Hep, my, had a baby, okay? And so I get this lady I've never seen before. She was great. And she answered all my questions. And because when I was in the ER the other day, they called it a heart attack what I had last year, which I thought it wasn't a heart attack. But now the doctors were calling it a heart attack. And then I asked her, I said, can I get some just clarification here? Is what I had last year a heart attack? And she said that basically anyone in the medical field, especially as it's happening, is going to call it a heart attack when your heart's really inflamed. But it's not technically but basically everyone is going to call it one. So that's my clarification. Um, well, that's really clear. Well, like her, her thing is like she, she personally wouldn't call it one, right? But in the moment when they're in the ER trying to figure out why your heart is like a big balloon that's too swollen, they're calling it a heart attack because that's usually what it is, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, then they run the test and they see, oh, no, this was your vaccine. Um, and then, then you live life, you know? Yeah. Yep. So good news, you know, some good news. Um, non-cardiac chest pain. Is I feel like you ought to be able to sue someone. The good news. Like Pfizer. You you waive your right to sue when, oh, you, when you take the vaccine. Do you really? You do. I've That's looked crazy. into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There have been no lawsuits <laughs> against them, despite the, the hundreds of thousands, I imagine, at this point. Um, so That's outrageous. Shouts out to them, you know. Really I should at least be able to get a handicap placard out of it. You know, Honestly. at the very least. And I wouldn't use it. I wouldn't abuse it. I, well, I would abuse it. I, but I wouldn't park like really close to HEB. I would just, instead of paying for street parking, put up my handicap placard, you know, because mm-hmm. no one tows the, the handicapped, I don't think. Or if you do, that's really fucked. <laughs> so that, that's really what I'd like it for, Grayson. We should look into it. I love that your explanation there was I wouldn't abuse it. I wouldn't use it for its proper purpose. I would use it for this illegal purpose. Well, exactly. I, I, did, I clarified. I said I wouldn't abuse it, comma. Well, I would abuse it. <laughs> I, I did. I, I'm, I'm right, semi-aware. Right, right. So, shouts out to, to everyone involved in my heart attack, Grayson. That wasn't a heart attack. More sad news. I burnt Steven's Migas yesterday morning. It's true. 
It's, he tossed a large amount of it. Yeah. Finish it. I ate it and I thought it tasted kind of good, but I understand why not because apparently you're supposed to toss the, the tortilla chips in with the raw egg or crack the eggs on top of the chips. And instead I scrambled all the eggs and then added the tortillas. And then I was confused why it just looked like scrambled eggs and tortillas, <laughs> you know? Um, Quite a confusing situation. Yeah. Um, and then in my attempt to add another egg to make it all mushy together, like Migas are supposed to be, I think I kept it on a little too long. Mm -hmm. The egg should have come off sooner. Um, but again, I, I would make it again in that exact same fashion because I don't know. I like burnt food, don't you? Not really. Really? You don't like burnt cheese? No. Burnt cheese tastes awesome. What are you talking about? You don't like anything burnt? I mean, sometimes. Like, a burnt marshmallow can be good. Well, I guess. But that's because regular marshmallows are, like, so shit. You know? Like, if, if someone, their, like, favorite snack was a bag of uncooked marshmallows <laughs> that'd be a problem you know that that they'd be a that'd be incredible what no, do you mean that's the perfect girl for you that'd be so <laughs> funny downing marshmallows oh my goodness i would never stop laughing <laughs> they buy just those jumbo bags just imagine you invite a girl over and she brings a bag of marshmallows to watch a movie with you that'd be so sweet the ones i could like you know the marshmallows they put in the hot chocolate mm -hmm. like that they're just like, like in the baggie yeah those i could imagine snacking on yeah like the ones that would be in like lucky charms yeah. yeah 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 but just fluffy big bar jumbo marshmallows <laughs> <laughs> their teeth are just constantly coated <laughs> and white ick that's incredible yeah <laughs> you gotta add that to your tinder bio i'm looking for a very specific girl <laughs> You're so right. Kristen, I think this is how you find the one. I really do. Uh, more bad news. You almost killed our dear friends BM&W, I hear. Nah. Uh, BM&W claim that you're such a bad driver, you almost ran off the road and killed everyone in the car on the way to Kirby Lane. Um, nah. Kirby Lane's a great food establishment, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it there. They're chips and queso. I, I, I worried I hyped it up too much for everyone, but everyone seemed to love it. Yeah. You know, tore through it. I love their chips and queso. I think they're good. Did we finish their case, the queso that we had in our bowl? Oh, most definitely. Thank God. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. So, uh, Grayson, other news, bad news, both of us, the boy oh boy boys, we lost in the water slide competitions it's yesterday. True at my family's we, 4th of July. Should we just talk about the whole 4th of July party and then talk about the competition there within? Let's do it. Because yesterday was the 4th of July. The most important holiday. That's right. That's right. Independence Day. And we all gather, because we can't take one car to San Antonio for, mm -hmm. the, for the festivities because there are six people. Mm -hmm. Our cars only fit five. And so we split up into two vehicles. It's myself, Bim and W, you, Hans, and Steven. We hit up Bucky's and Sonic on the way there. And then we, we finally make it to my parents' 4th of July party. We're a little early. We get to help with the setup a little bit. So many water balloons. We filled just so many. I didn't get to like throw more than two. Um, but there were so many. So, so many. Uh-huh. Good old Steven. He was a real trooper with tying those. Really? From what I saw, he was struggling to tie them. 
I mean, he might have struggled, but he kept up with me still Let's for almost the entire time. Go. That's so exciting. Oh, yeah, because at one point we had to leave. Me, Bim, and W went to go get fireworks and ice. Um, and then you got an inadequate amount of ice. I didn't know. My dad said five because he told me the amount of dollars for the fireworks. And he was like, then five for ice or like then five ice. I don't know, remember how he phrased it. But I remember ten. but I remember saying, but no, he did not. Sorry, 10. Wait. Mm-hmm. 10. Yeah, sorry, 10 for ice. And so in my head, I'm thinking, okay, 10 is the ice budget because the 100 is the, the budget for the fireworks. And so I remember looking at him and looking at Bim and W and saying to both of them separately, like in the same moment, I look at my dad, I say, $10 for ice. And I look at them and I say, guys, remember, $10 for ice. And then we go and I buy $10 of ice. Little did I know I was supposed to spend $20 on ice. Darn right. I'm an idiot. He wanted 10 bags, you fool. I didn't know. Should have known. I didn't know. I, I Again, I repeated it. I don't know how much more clarification I could have gotten. You should have just been aware. I should have been. Everyone I, knows five bags of ice isn't nearly enough ice. It sounds like it worked. You know, I didn't hear a single complaint about a lack of ice. I would agree with you. Okay, okay, okay. This is big. This is big. But there was so much food and so, so many much. drinks. Like, my mom, like, has parties and stuff, you know? But this was by far, like, the most, like, and maybe because it was in the garage and not the kitchen, it felt like more. But there was just so much shit, you know, an endless supply. It was crazy. Yeah. And then I I drank alcohol throughout the day, Grayson, throughout the 4th of July, right? Um, but I was really only feeling it real bad at the very beginning during the water slide competition. And I think it's because I said to Steven, make me a drink. Make me any drink. And he, he was he had an amazing idea. He made me a happy water uh, beverage, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, it, it, it did a number on me, I think, you know? What did he put in it? I don't know. I still don't know. I just know I, he squeezed a happy water out. And I always thought happy waters were like a really translucent color. It was so deep red, you know? Oh. Yeah. I didn't expect this at all. Um but I, I have no clue. I just kind of trusted Steven. He he could have done anything. To, he could have spit in it. I would have drunk it, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. Would you not drink Steven's spit? I might. What if he, like, really needed it? Like, really needed me to do it? Yeah. Like, he was going to die otherwise? No. But maybe it would help him cope with the loss of his computer. If Probably not. Slurp some of his spit. No, I don't. I don't. Not think even do mixed with happy water and alcohol. No. Damn it. Shit. Damn it. Um, but we did. We spent the first bit of the day after helping set up, creating a bracket, an arts and crafts bracket for the water slide that my parents rented, and there was a big slide and a little Huge slide. water slide. Matt, I saw the photos and I was expecting it to take up maybe half the sport court. It was like the perfect size for the the slab of concrete in front of our house. It was honestly, yeah, the exact size. Yeah, it took up like the entire thing, and there was just enough room for a steaming, soupy Walmart pool right next to it. Um, it was lovely. It was great. Yeah, I think so. Uh, time flew by, I think, unless it didn't. But I don't know. It got to the end of the day, and I was like, it didn't. At, at no point did I feel like, oh shit we need to get back or we need to go. It felt like, okay, everything happened, you know? Yeah. Maybe at the end there was a little bit of a rush because Chargill needed to get to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we did the fireworks and it was, well, the fireworks weren't the best in the world, but 
They were fine. Yeah. They, they were, were fireworks. They were fun. Exactly. I think they felt cooler on New Year's when we did them on the sport court because we were yeah. a lot closer to them. Yeah. But because we did them at the bottom of the hill, they felt so far away. I want to feel in danger. I want to feel like one of those spinny things can go up and hit my car. You know? Right. And that's what I want out of my fireworks. I think fireworks on the sport court is the way to go. Oh, my God. I almost had a panic attack. From my angle leaning back this way, it looked like there was an error message on our recorder. Oh, no. I leaned forward. We're okay. Let's go. I almost cried actual tears. <laughs> so, Grayson, how was the 4th of July for you? I had a fantastic time. Let's go. It was wonderful. Your parents really know how to put on a party. I'm impressed. Well, I don't know. I just... I want to say I also had a good time and like, oh, yeah, thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. Thanks, Zoe, for putting on this thing. But I feel like it was a net negative that we went because I got replaced. You did. You're I got, no longer coming to Orlando with us. As Steven would say, I got usurped um, <laughs> by my sister's boyfriend. Um, from what I've heard and what I've gathered, and I don't have all the details here, DJ is the new JC. It's true. And I just... But can you blame us? Well, not really. Especially because he's going to be a dentist soon. And then... I could really use help with my teeth. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I was just thinking that. So, it's probably for the best that DJ does replace me. You know? Yeah. It seems like everyone wanted it. I got to tell you, I woke up this morning and one of my bottom teeth feel, felt like more jammed up. I think my like bottom row teeth is getting crowded. From your my wisdom, wisdom teeth? teeth? Oh, no. You told you were so proud you'd never have to get them removed. Yeah. You think it's going to happen? No, I think I still have space, but it's like... Phew. I, at one point, that I'm going to like point it out to you. This doesn't really help the audience, so you'll just have to describe it. But it doesn't help you know, me because there's a microphone these, in front of your mouth. These far <laughs> okay. on here. They look really densely packed together. Yeah, but they, they used to always be like at least mostly in line. And then, I don't know, probably a year or a half ago, mm -hmm. the one on the my left, your right, right here, okay. kind of slipped behind the one next to it. So it's kind of like jammed up. So like they're, they're not like perfectly so straight sad. in line anymore. But then it kind of like went away for whatever reason and like sorted itself out. And I was like, mm -hmm. great, fixed itself. What a deal. But then I woke up this morning and it is, it is back behind again. That's devastating, Ray the Gray. Head up DJ. I don't know if you can help with your wisdom teeth. I think that may take an oral surgeon, but you know. I'm not worried about the wisdom teeth. No, just the straightness of your teeth. Yeah. Well, then I don't think you can help with that either, right? You need an orthodontist. Gosh darn it. God fucking damn it. You can probably hook you up, but. It was terrible. They only accept, like, I think two or three people from his program into orthodontist school, you know? That's messed up. It's very competitive. It's very competitive. I don't get why that's harder to get than just general dentist. Sounds like a lot more cutting. Maybe, like, of the gums and stuff. Yeah. But DJs straight up worked with cadavers and cut through, like, skulls and heads and faces. Mm. It sounds like he's gotten a good bit of cutting in. Maybe when you're an orthodontist, you also have to work with, like, anesthetic and stuff. Because that's also, uh, like, a really big thing. Okay. Okay. Because I know anesthesiologists in hospitals and stuff that make a ton of money. Cause... They can bank because they can kill some people. Well, yeah, their <laughs> job is incredibly risky. <laughs> Let's go. Like, if they do their math wrong, then people just don't wake up. But, like, what a peaceful way to go. Yeah. You know? And, like, don't they sign things anyways that say, if I don't wake up, my family won't sue? I don't know. I feel like you gotta. Though I don't know if 
in hindsight, I wouldn't have signed my Pfizer, Pfizer vaccine form. I don't think I signed any forms for Pfizer. Theoretically, I could say I was forced to take the Pfizer vaccine. What if I sued Syracuse University instead because they required it Yo. for me to go to school? You know? Yeah, go for it. And get money that way. This is big. You could just say it was duress. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I was so close to graduating. What mm -hmm. am I going to do? Yeah. You know? What am I going to do aside from get the J&J &J vaccine they gave out on campus? Um, you know, what other option is there? They provided you with a chemical, required you to inject it in your body, and then that chemical gave you a heart attack. That sounds like a perfectly legitimate lawsuit. The only problem is that the J&J &J actually ended up being a lot safer than my Pfizer booster because um, the Pfizer booster is what did it, uh... which was post-graduation. I should sue Broadway. Broadway. I should sue them. Yep. They're, because I, I think I got boosted pre-Broadway, right? I don't remember. I don't know, it. but this, it's I should stuff. sue Bun Girl. You should sue somebody. I need to sue. That's all I know. And then we can put the sue money proceeds towards coffee shop tattoo parlor. Holy shit. Grayson, how much free time do you have right now? I don't know. I got like Thursdays and Fridays. Okay. Brush up on all your lawyer shit. Okay. Yeah. Become a lawyer. Just really quickly. Yeah. Quick turnaround. Maybe there. your streams can become studying streams. <laughs> you know, you can have your, your chat or your, yeah, the chat quiz you on, on lawyer facts. No, you're so right. Specifically vaccine. Are you allowed to take the bar exam without going to law school? I think so. Right. Maybe. I don't see why not. Right. How much does it cost to take the bar? Maybe two. Maybe three. Mm. You think that's not worth it? Yeah. No, not no, at all. Wouldn't, no. Not at all. Uh, but also another shining, shining moment of, and there's more than a moment, honestly, of 4th of July is the fact that Alohi was there. It's so true. We haven't seen Alohi since her graduation. Or at least I haven't. I hadn't either. Let's go. Alohi was there. I was very surprised. Alohi strikes me as the type to have a lot of options on 4th of July, especially in her like hometown where all her childhood friends are, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but she chose the Cola family extravaganza. and I think a worthy decision. I, I, I hope so. I hope so. My, she, although he won the big water slide competition. Oh, yeah. We never covered the water slide competition. No. We just got to the bracket. You're so right. You're so right. Well, although he won it. Yeah, um, we had two brackets, one eight, on each side of the piece of paper for the bracket paper. For the big slide and the little slide. I killed down. it at the little slide. Um, the only thing is my competition was the winner of the little slide in the first round. Um, otherwise, I got second. I would have gotten second, okay? But you didn't. But it's because of the but broken matchmaking. Uh, if we had done the Hans. prelims how I wanted with the trampoline tricks, take that up with Hans. it would have never happened. Take it up with Hans. Shit. I will. I'm going to beat him <laughs> to a pulp. The next time I see him, it's on. Good plan. Good plan. Thank you. I'm not going to beat him. I'm just going to gouge his eyes out. So, Ray the Gray, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Um, uh, uh, whether it's 4th of July related, everyone being in town related. Catan with Steven is so fun. Oh, shit. We did play the board game Catan with Steven and Hans. We did. Bim and Chargo, they went for a walk. They did. They claimed they went for food, but the classic Chargo lie. Um, they just went for a walk instead. And gossiped about us. And they did. They really, truly did. And so 
uh, we, we, the four of us, the men in the group, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what we are is big burly men. We said, what better way to spend a night uh, being cool men, doing men things than whipping out a board game. And we played Catan. It's been so long since I played Catan, Grayson. It's a great game. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. And you're right, Steve, playing it with Steven. And I'd say also part of what contributed to it being an amazing experience is that Hans was, I wouldn't say delirious. Steven was delirious in a funny way, like extroverted way. Hans was maybe not even delirious, just broken down and exhausted from the entire few days beforehand. Well, I think I think he started strong. Like I think he started out pretty okay. <laughs> yeah. And then you started just screwing him so bad. <laughs> I didn't do that much. The I just I built my road through his road. Just ruined him. <laughs> <laughs> By probably about three quarters of the way through, he was just a defeated, broken man. <laughs> Why did it matter? He wasn't gonna get longest road. I don't know. You could have still done it. To be clear, you also didn't get Longest Road. I was very close. I was a turn away from having it, you know? And yet. And yet. Alas. My favorite trade with Steven was when I traded him two sheep for two sheep. Two sheep for two sheep. What a trade. A worthy trade. I like when he kept accusing me of screwing him out of ore or something. When it was like, this happened in turn two. <laughs> oh, but, but hear me out. The four... Of his ore rolled like three or four times, times in the time it was embargoed. But also, I gave him so many chances to not have it there. The four does not roll very often, JC. <laughs> the fact that it rolled so much. But that's what I'm saying. It's not my fault. I said, Steven, choose where it goes. And he would only choose your spots. <laughs> so it's like, what am I meant to do? But it all worked out for Steven because he got to make his beach house. It's really true. He did get his beach house. He got to retire. Um, and he's living his dreams, I think, right now. Really Off truly. the grid. His computer broke, um, in case you didn't know. So uh, anything else Steven-related you'd like to talk about? I do have one thing. Oh, boy. I don't know if you recall, but you well, got called out recently. I did get called out. And let me give some backstory here. So it's Friday. I'm picking up Steven. I have a heart episode, and when I finally am on my way to pick up Steven after all the heart stuff, uh, Steven sends me this song, and it's by the rapper Little Uzi Vare. You know him, correct, Grayson? Sure. You love Little Uzi. And he was relevant in, like, 2016. I don't really know much about rappers, okay. I hate to tell you. He was relevant then, okay? He was, like, a young rapper in the, the mid-2010s, and he released a new album, and on the album, he just samples a wrestler's theme song, okay? And by sample, I just mean he, he sings over the wrestler's theme song. And so Steven played it a couple of times while we were in the car together. And, like, it's whatever. I don't care about him. I don't listen to that guy's music. But cool. And then what happened next, Grayson? Well, we were sitting in my bedroom. Either later that night or the next day. At some point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that rapper, it's, I guess, got brought up for some reason. Uh-huh. Um, at which point, Steven says he's dead? Yeah, Steven said that Lil Uzi Vert died. Or, like, just... But it wasn't like he didn't make a big like, statement, like, so-and-so died. No, but he did do that with Justin Bieber yesterday. Do you remember that? 
Well, no, that was his NFT. Jason. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. He clarified afterwards. Yeah. Um, but no, he like offhandedly, like just like mid conversation, he mentioned that Lil Uzi Vert was dead. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Steven, you just sent me a song of his from like yesterday, um, like a brand new release from him. And then I was like, are you confusing him with another rapper? To which Steven says, why are you making this a racial issue? But he like said it very like passionately, like upset, annoyed Stephen voice, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, it's just really concerning that you were making this a race thing. It's just concerning that Stephen claimed that 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 claim was a bit three days later, when I know for sure he wasn't claiming it as a bit. <laughs> but it's okay, all's well. And I need to get this out. I know it's not going to be as funny. I've already told you about it. Okay, I've told everyone in my life about it because I need to know. But just if, if a future JC ever listens back to this podcast, he deserves to hear the story again. That one of the time, <laughs> one night when you, Bim, and W were here at your apartment, Grayson, it's the night that we're about to play Catan, actually. Hans, Steven, and I all trek on over together. And when we leave my apartment complex, we see that the pinata shop, the little like shack that sells pinatas next to my apartment, <laughs> there <laughs> is such a police presence there. With, like, 15 police cars and a bunch of other emergency vehicles, okay? And it's just so concerning that there's this massive police presence at the pinata store at Soko Partyland. And so we then spend the rest of the 20-minute car ride uh, with Steven looking up what the fuck happened at the pinata shop. <laughs> but he couldn't find it anywhere, okay? But, like, it's He's looking straight, like, from that point until, like, you know 15 minutes later it's just occasionally him saying stuff that he's googling or like looking up on twitter okay like it is his mission as hans is dying in the back seat from allergies okay <laughs> and then we pull up on pretty close to your apartment we're like three minutes away at that stoplight to turn on to lamar you know and steven i i'm still under the impression he's searching for what happened at soko party land <laughs> and he says jc look at this while i'm at the red light and I turn and look, and it's a TikTok. <laughs> and the TikTok is of Wednesday Adams, Jenna Ortega, I assume, dancing on stage in a theater with a bunch of, like, red gumbies behind her doing the Wednesday dance. <laughs> and it just catches me off guard, and I say, I say, what is this, Steven? To which she responds, oh, it's FNAF stuff. <laughs> how how is it FNAF stuff he still hasn't explained it to me you just don't get it you don't understand FNAF how like is, I do how is, it, I don't I truthfully don't get it you're correct I don't get how it's FNAF stuff I'm sure there's something I'm missing but I don't know what it is um speaking of times uh you Hans and Steven were showing up to my apartment while uh Bim Chargo and I were here yeah there was one morning. Okay. Um, we had gotten up. And I'd call it an afternoon. One morning. Well, when, when one we of your people gets up, up at one o'clock, it's hard to call it morning. One morning, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here. I get a text from JC about him coming over. And it, it goes something along the lines of, hey, have you eaten or anything? You know, what are the plans? You know, what do you want to do? And I was like, yeah, I've been and I'll be able to figure it out. And then I go to Chargo. I'm like, hey, Chargo, you want to eat when Bim gets up? And you're like, yeah, that sounds like a plan. So we, we make plans. You know, we'll go eat before you show up. 
And then I get a text. It's like, hey, would you like us to just pick you up donuts? Can I just would you clarify? Like us to pick up donuts? None of this is from me. <laughs> just to clarify. I just went through my texts to double check. The last thing I sent you about donuts was about a haunted house we considered staying at overnight where they provide donuts in the morning. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's, I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the last text about donuts between the two of us. But we get offered donuts. I believe the texts were actually with Hans. Yes. It was... You know, and basically what happened that morning is because everyone we assumed everyone wanted to sleep in on, on your end because I don't know. I feel like you usually don't turn down sleep. Chargill's been dancing all week. Ben I was first up. Got at what time? I think like I think that day was like eight. OK, OK. Well, either way. Right. Bim was telling us the night before how she's like running on four hours of sleep yeah she fell asleep on the floor because her <laughs> bed was occupied exactly not because the bed was occupied well she hadn't changed yet exactly okay and so we wake up pretty early it's around like 8 30 or so that steven me and hans all get up we were very in sync by the way like all waking up at the same time you know um and we we decide oh let's go for a walk and we, we, we drove down to Ladybird Lake and we walked around half of it, you know? And that took like two and a half hours, three hours or so. And then we get back. And then that's when I think the text exchange happens of like, yo, when we come over to you guys, do you want donuts? Mm -hmm. Right? But I'm receiving these texts probably a little before or right after noon. And that's probably right around when we got back. Yeah. Because I remember right we noon. had just gotten back and we were like, okay, we got a shower. And then like, we'll probably like head out after that. And on our end, we were planning, like, hey, maybe we'll get food before they get here. And then we get the donuts text. And we're like, oh, yeah. well, if they're bringing donuts, then we just don't need to eat because we'll uh -huh. we're going to Kirby Lane but later. again, it's three boys showering, okay? And then, so I shower first. Then Hans showers. And while Hans is in the shower, Steven and I pop in AEW Fight Forever, the video game that came out last Thursday. And we're playing it. And then Hans gets out of the shower. And Steven just never goes <laughs> to take his. And then, like, 40 minutes go by of us playing the video game, and Steven then finally goes and takes his shower. And it was after that point um, that we actually left to get donuts. The donut shop we went to was closed. It closed 11 minutes <laughs> before we showed up. But there were really specific donuts Bim wanted that aren't hard to find. They're all over Austin. However, they all close at 1 or 2 p.m. This was 2, 11 p.m. at this point. Um, and so I proceed to call three other Chipley's Donuts, and I find one over in, like, northeast Austin, like, way out on some toll road that has donuts until 6 p.m., but it's 35 minutes away. So, yeah, all of us starving in the apartment, expecting donuts to show up relatively soon, like, within the hour, <laughs> maybe hour and a half. Three hours pass. None of us have eaten the whole day. We all went to bed hungry because we were going to go out to eat that evening. But we were like, ah, oh, Bim's already too tired. We won't go out to eat. So we were starving when we went to sleep. Woke up starving. Didn't go to eat because we were promised donuts. Then waited three, almost three and a half hours for these donuts. Be happy they were free. Okay. And then the donuts finally get there. Be grateful for your donuts. I paid $11 for one donut. Okay. And so much on gas. JC... Just put it on the shameless. What are you talking about? No, because do you know how petty it'll look when I divide $11 by six? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. Why not? Because it's just, it's not a good look.
And so, what the fuck was I? Oh, oh, so we were considering getting other donut places too. But then when we found the one open really late, we were like, well, that's the whole reason we're getting donuts is because Bim wants the specific one. So, like, if we show up with Krispy Kreme, that'll be a letdown. I got to tell you, I would have preferred Krispy Kreme if we were Me too, yeah. personally. Um, so, I don't know. We got Shipley's. It was good. Yeah, it, it just took a real long time, you know? Three hours, and we were all starving, and it was terrible. But also, it's so funny, the different experiences we had, because Theo and Hans <laughs> and I drove back to our apartment, my apartment, the night before, and we stopped at P. Terry's and got food on the way home. Mm-hmm. We all ate our food, went to bed on a full tummy, woke up, Stephen made us breakfast, he made us migas, I think, then we went on a three-hour walk, we stopped and got some coffee, <laughs> and then we picked up some donuts. You know, we had a great morning. <laughs> One of the highlights of the whole entire weekend. We planned to get food, but the, the the promise of donuts kept us in, trapped us. You could have done what we did, eat food and then maybe a donut. You know? If we had known. If you had known. If you had known. Hindsight being um, the key, as they say. You know what they say about hindsight? What? It's pretty good. It is pretty good. It yeah. is pretty. Uh, sometimes it's pretty bad, though. It makes you sad. Yeah, but, like, at least you can see pretty well. Sometimes. Nah. Nah, like, all the time. Oh, okay. You I know just what they say. Worry that people... What do they say? That you can see pretty good in hindsight. They do say... I've heard that one before. Yeah. And that one is kind of true. But sometimes I worry that with people with such fundamentally flawed abilities to memorize events from our past, that maybe, maybe hindsight isn't always as clear as we want it to be. You know, what are you, are you referring to a specific event? No, I'm just referring to the fact that we both have terrible memories <laughs> and that we probably have really skewed events of everything that's ever happened in our life. Maybe just a little. Yeah. I, sometimes I think to ourselves, GC, the shared amount of time that we've spent, not just experiencing things together, but then relaying that recapping information, them, right, yes. recapping it. We're probably living in a bizarre shared illusion so far off from anything that has actually occurred in our lives at this point. We're living in an illusion, JC. I feel like it's fair to call it a delusion, you know? A shared mutual delusion. That's right. That's absolutely right. That we've constructed for ourselves. And you know what, Grayson? I say it's time for us to go continue that shared delusion. You know, create more memories that we can warp and destroy throughout the next few years. So let's go ahead and get to it. Let's ride off into the sunset. Get some lick ice cream. Get some lick ice cream. And as always, happy Independence Day. Goodbye. Adios.